Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. I have a question for you. Do you feel undervalued? Do you? Do you feel not appreciated? Do you feel like people don't see you for all the greatness you are? Do you feel like, man, look how hard I work and nobody sees it? So now the question is, are you in the right place? So I'll give a couple of examples so you can kind of get the idea where I'm trying to steer this conversation. But, you know, if you're looking to stand out as a real estate agent in a market with a a niche, you know, doing rehab homes or flips or whatever, okay, great. But are you going to be a standout real estate agent doing flip homes in an area that is not trying to change? Probably not. If you are, you're not going to stand out for the right reasons. Or maybe you're trying to be a standout secretary. Okay, but if you work in a mobile secretary pool, you're probably not going to be noticed as much because again, there's 500 secretaries in that pool. You're just one of the many fish. Maybe you need to work for one person, be an administrative assistant and really stand out and shine. Or maybe you are a praise and worship singer and you want to have the spotlight on you during, you know, church. Okay, great. I'm not really sure if you're in the right place though, if you're standing next to Carrie Underwood. Eh, chances are you're not going to be as valued. So are you in the right place? Are you putting yourself in the best position to feel valued? And so I guess the question is, what can we do to not feel undervalued? And I'm going to say, because I always preach taking care of yourself, I'm going to say the first thing you need to do is value yourself. Value everything you bring to the table. What's it worth? Does it bring you joy? Does it pay your bills? Does it give you purpose in life? And if you're proud of what you're doing, then you cannot possibly be undervalued. But if you yourself are not valuing all that you bring to the table, if you yourself cannot look at yourself and think, man, I am all that in a bag of chips too, then you first have to start seeing you the way other people see you. But again, you have to be in the right place. So if you're not in the right place to see all the value, to see all that the good, then you need to be somewhere else where it can be seen. So maybe you don't have the right group of friends and they don't appreciate you and don't see all the good you bring to the group. Maybe you need new friends or maybe you need a new job or maybe you need a new outlook, but it all starts with you. I'm of the opinion 
people treat you the way you treat you because they see that. And so if you're valuing you, if you're seeing your own capabilities and your own possibilities, then they will too. And I think that that self-confidence carries over into several aspects of our life. You know, of course, within the family, uh, but then socially with neighbors, with friends, with coworkers, professionally at your job. Uh, and I'll tell y'all, you know, a little story about that. I happen to, for whatever reason, I just, I think it's because my gift of gab, I, I mean, who knew I like to talk, right? <laughs> but anyway, I am good at relating to people and I can really help people to see, to calm down. I can diffuse a situation. I can also light it up like 4th of July, light it up, but I am good at helping to retain customers, to retain clients, to calm things down, to get things, you know, straightened out to, you know, smooth things over. And so I created a niche in my career unbeknownst to me, I didn't really set out to do it. It just started happening by accident. But then when I was succeeding at it, I really had to ask myself, is this an accident or is this by design? And so, you know, I started to see the value of what I could bring to the table. And then I realized I'm no longer undervalued, but sought after. But it started with a change in myself. I had to change where I was because in my day-to-day career, there really wasn't an opportunity for me to shine in that way in one office. I had to spread my wings. I had to take a leap of faith. I had to step out of my comfort zone and really when I was doing that, it gave me the opportunity to go everywhere. I have offices all across the United States. And that was because I spread my wings. I got out of the chair. I got comfortable being uncomfortable. And I was able to start to be valued and see that value pay off. And so again, are you somebody who feels undervalued, maybe you are in the wrong place. Maybe you need to step out. Maybe you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I I don't know, you know, I guess let's talk about that. Let's, let's noodle it. As my friend says, I'm noodling things. And so let's noodle this over and see Or maybe you're fortunate and you feel very valued. That's fantastic. Maybe you need to ask yourself, what can I do to help somebody else feel valued? Maybe it's even something as simple as having a conversation where you listen more than you talk at a lunch where you get together at lunch. You know, you sit down, just the two of you or whatever. So, you know, there's that. But then there's... The other aspect of things, 
um, I hear a, a lot stay at home moms and dads feel undervalued because there's not a monetary, um, you know, line next to their job title. They don't make a certain salary. Let me tell you, and I've been a stay at home mom. There is no more valuable position than that of the stay at home parent because they actually free the other parent up to be able to follow their career unencumbered with the day-to-day responsibilities. That doesn't mean they don't contribute before somebody gets their knickers in a twist. That's not what I mean. I'll give an example. My husband has always been able to say yes to whatever job is asked of him or offered to him without question, without conversation, because I was a stay-at-home parent. And so we, when we discussed this financially, it benefited us because he made more money for me to be the stay-at-home and him to work. And so that's what we did. And so that freedom is what allowed him to do that, to excel in his career. And so, yes, he was a very involved parent, a very involved dad. That's not to say he didn't have, you know, bedtime duties, bath duties, make lunch. You know, he didn't run the dad cab and all those, he did all those things. But my contribution to the family was very valuable in that it allowed him to pursue his career without having to juggle school runs, without having to juggle who's going to be home with the kid after school, who, you know, do we need to hire childcare or what have you, all these things. And so I was in the position to feel valued. And so again, that is an area where it's an attitude change. It's not a financial change. It's an attitude change. And maybe you as the person who may feel undervalued needs to change the attitude within yourself. I have no idea what goes on in your, in your home life, but you know, are you somebody who feels undervalued? Do you need to make a career change? Do you need to make an attitude change? Do you need to make a friend change? Do you need to make a hobby change? I don't know. You're the only one who can answer that. You know what's right for you. But I do know that that is something that is within you to control. And so um, when we talk about where value comes from, that um, value can be monetary. It can be emotional. Um, it, you know, I have uh, my husband's cousin. She's a stay-at-home mom. They waited a lot of years to have a baby and they're probably only going to have the one because that's what they want, uh, regardless of, you know, what, whether they can have more or may want to have more. I have no idea. It's their choices. But anyway, she feels so much satisfaction from the success of their child, um, watching him evolve and grow as a little human and, uh, wicked smart and super funny and great personality. And so 
does she feel undervalued? Not anymore because now she's seeing the return on her investment. And so there's other people that you can probably think about and relate this podcast to, but it's an attitude change. Um, you know, when I wanted to feel valued in my profession, I had to make a professional change. Um, and when I wanted to, um, use my natural abilities and skills to, um, be of better use in my volunteerism, I had to change that as well. And so these are places in your life where maybe you need to reflect on and ask yourself, what can I do to position myself to feel valued more and start with you? It, you know, everybody cannot be responsible for your happiness. You have to be responsible for your own. And they are like the cherry on top, the sprinkles on a donut. You know, the donut's fine by itself. The donut with icing, yeah, it's a little bit better. The donut with icing and sprinkles, now that's next level. But first, the donut has to be good because if the donut sucks, the sprinkles and the icing, it doesn't really matter, right? So you're the donut. You got to make sure you taste good first and then you worry about adding on all the other things or, you know, you can compare it to building a sundae. Ice cream, good. Ice cream with chocolate syrup or caramel syrup, next level good. But with whipped cream and a cherry, now we're talking. So what do you need to do to enhance the value of your life, your attitude, your perspective? Ask yourself that question when you're feeling undervalued and then be the change you want to be. We had that podcast um, probably three weeks ago, I think it was. You know, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Be the change you want to see in the world. Well, again, be the change you want to see in the world. Feel valued. Start with yourself. I guess that's really it for this week. It's a lot to talk about, but um, I hope that I've given you something to work with uh, and challenge yourself for the week. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. See y'all next week.